Iris Almario, and you're listening to John and Kevin's Big Stupid Podcast. Have fun. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is John and Kevin's Big Stupid Podcast. I'm Kevin. And I'm John. And ladies and gentlemen, today we have another special guest. Another special guest. I absolutely love it. Who is it? What do we got today? All right. Well, you know that we've been. Even though I know I can. We've been, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like how you go along with it. Um, you you know how we've, been, we've been checking in with, uh, with all the friends of the show um, and finding out how everybody is doing uh, during this time with COVID-19 and, and the coronavirus and quarantine and stuff like that. Um, so today we are talking to our old friend Iris Almario. Yes. Hey Let's guys, go. so good Welcome to hear to your show. voices. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, so Iris, most recently uh, you were on the show when when you were you talked about your your Quibi show. So most recently, Iris has been on Quibi show uh, flipped. Uh, she's been acting opposite Will Forte from SNL, Caitlin Olson from It's Always Sunny. Uh, Andy Garcia from Ocean's Eleven and a slew of other things. Ava Longoria from Desperate Housewives or Toro Castro from Broad City. Uh, and you've had a recurring role on that on that show, correct? Yes, it's it's so fun to be able to actually talk about it now because um, we shot it a while ago. So we've been just sort of waiting uh, for the launch. And I'm so happy it's out in the world. It's being well received. It's a comedy. People are enjoying it. The episodes are eight minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can get through them pretty quickly. And the whole um, season one is up there now. Uh, and, you know, people are like, what's Quibi? And so I've had to explain that it's a new, you know, streaming platform that is only visible on your phone. And I guess the good thing about that is like, if whatever, if you want to get away from someone that you're in quarantine with, you can go to another room with your phone and watch it there. You're not stuck in the yeah. living room together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can take five minutes and, and go and do something. <laughs> um, yeah, now, I, now, I think now, that, here, let me ask you, what, what is the idea behind the eight-minute shows? Like, other than just to get away from somebody or, you know, just to hide in a room, you know, during quarantine and everything. But overall, this is something that was probably planned well in advance and happened to hit right at the right time where you get a, a quick break every now and then. But, like, what's the idea of it? You know, like, wh like why? Why an eight-minute show? What's well, a great question. Um, yeah, it's interesting the timing, people being in quarantine and consuming more content than ever. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think they, <laughs> that was just me being silly, but I don't think they actually thought about, oh, you can get away from someone. I think it's really because of people's attention span right now, right? We're multitasking, we're on the go. Um, and the phone is something that you pretty much carry with you all the time. Uh, I know when I can't find my phone, I sort of freak out. I'm like, oh, what's going on? What did I do? Where, where, where did I put it? Um, so, and, you know, because there's so much content out there, I mean, they also, I guess, want to show that you can sit down for a quick break um, and see something that's going to take your mind off of whatever it is that you're consumed with, if it's work or whatever, and then have a good time. And I really think that they were able, it's like mission accomplished, really. You know, mm -hmm. people are really enjoying it. Um, we kind of didn't know how it would work, you know, eight minutes, but, um, so far so good. You know, and, and the one thing you said that makes a lot of sense is the fact that you said, you know, there's a lot of content out there. There's a ton of content. And to like, when you first launch into a new show, you're kind of like, all right, I got to spend 30 minutes to see if I like it or not here. It's something eight minutes. And then it's like, all right, I like it. I don't like it. And then they're going to know right away. 
So, so it's kind of like a really cool, like, like I, I like how you said that where it's like, it, it's, it's, it's a small investment, you know, and you could probably get yeah, through a it lot is. of it. <laughs> it is a small the, investment that, that actually, you know, thankfully pays off. And, you know, a lot of people's favorite actors are on there. I mean, it was fun for me to be able to work with Will Forte and Caitlin Olson and Andy Garcia and Arturo Castro and of course, Eva Longoria. Uh, you know, my, my call sheet sort of read like the who's who of Hollywood. So it was, it was fun on, you know, on that side of things. Now, um, do you, is there any, is there any way for, um, for Quibi to kind of like expand into, um, like basically kind of like anybody that wants to put, put content up can, can do that? Or is it just, you know, is it like professional, um, you know, programming? Yeah. You know, that is a great question. And that would need to be asked to, you know, the Somebody people over a- at Quibi. <laughs> uh, but I know what you mean. Like, you know, like Amazon prime where people, if you create content, you can upload it and then it's out in the world. Um, right now, from what I understand, it's specific programming that they um, have invested quite a bit of money. There's lots of, you know, heavy hitters on there. Um, but who knows? It might it might open up to that. That would be that'd be fun. Now I know also that you said you said that it's it's doing well, right? Yeah. The, the, how do you know that it's doing well? Because like I don't know, is it the same? Like like Netflix. I know people that are on Netflix shows. They're like, well, we don't know if it's doing well or not because Netflix doesn't tell us. Like Netflix, like kind of keeps it close to the vest. And then you know the way that you know is that they hire you for another season. So what? Well, I mean, I I mean, I would be completely honest. The way I know is basically from reading the trades. I, you okay. know, I, I wouldn't know otherwise. Um, I did hear that Flipped was among the top three shows uh, most watched and most favored on the platform. So that's really cool to be a part of that. That's but cool. I, you know, I'm not at the executive level over at Quibi that would know the ins and outs <laughs> of it. Yeah. I will, I will say I did see the trailer for Flipped and I honestly think it's, it, it looks absolutely hysterical. It does. The whole, fa- the whole fact with the whole, uh, you know, uh, twist when they break through the wall and they find, I'm not sure what they found because it was like a quick, if it was like they find, drugs they find the, the money. They find yeah. money. Yeah. And, and yeah. They, then they redo the house and uh, it, it just, and then the person actually owns the money. Comes <laughs> yeah. into, I think it's absolutely hysterical. So yeah, that's it's definitely, funny. that's, it's definitely a show that I would love to like get into, you know? So it's kind of, you know, it, it just seems like awesome. Well, you can binge watch it cause it's only 10, it's 11 <laughs> episodes. Um, and I'm in episode eight and 10 and um, yeah, it, it goes quick, but it, but it is fun. I mean, just for your listeners who don't know what Flipped is about, it's about um, this couple, the Melfies. Jen and Cricket Melfi, who um, are out to become uh, the new and the biggest um, uh, home 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 makeover duo, and uh, you know, as they they go to this place to do a home makeover, whatever they, and I'm not giving anything away that's not in the trailer, right? They hit the wall, and all of a sudden there's a ton of money, and it turns out it belongs to the mafia, and so this is where their adventure begins. Uh, yeah, and so I'm part of the mafia side. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I was just going to, I was just going to ask you if you could elaborate on your character and, and how you're involved with that. 
Um, sure. I, you know, Mrs. Ortega is, that's my name, Miss Ortega. Um, I am, I'm impressed with the Melfis and, um, my husband and I, Mr. Ortega hired them to do some renovations in our home. So you'd have to tune in to see how that goes. That was fun. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> such a funny concept. It really is. It's, it's absolutely hysterical. I love it. Yeah. You know, I, they, I, I heard they had shopped it around and it just, you know, it just didn't get a lucky break until Quibi said, yeah, shoot it like a movie, break it up into chapters and we'll, we'll put it on the, the platform. And uh, yeah, I think they were pitching like last year in June and then in August we were shooting. So it was pretty quick. That's great. Uh, do you do you have any uh, any more information about the uh, the podcast that you said you were going to be starting with? Uh... That's a great question. You know, it's <laughs> funny because that don't worry, no competition to you guys. Very different. <laughs> Please. Please. Um, but it is. <laughs> we have to have, we'd have to have listeners first. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Someone's listening. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, you know, actually, I don't have any more information. Just that I personally shot 19 uh, or, or shot, recorded 19 episodes of the podcast with an ex um, SNL alumni. Um, and I'm sort of, I'm, I'm waiting to, to find out when that's actually going to launch. So sometimes it takes a little time for whatever reason, but yeah. Okay. Um, so let's get into how you have been, how you've been handling your, um, your, the quarantine, uh, professionally, personally. Okay. Um, well, professionally it's, it's been interesting because flipped debuted right around quarantine time. So I've done, um, I've done a lot of press from home. I've had to learn how to, you know, deal with technology and I'm not a techie person. So, you know, now I'm on zoom and the Skype and the, this, and then now I heard there's something else. Google, Google something, Google meet. Google meet. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so, um, in, in that respect, it's, it's been a, a learning curve, but it's been good. It's, it's interesting. This is sort of kind of the way the world is moving. And as far as the industry, the industry is shut down. There's word that it might reopen sometime in the fall, um, you know, I was on a, a live, um, you know, a, a zoom meeting with my agent and with a casting director of a few of us actors. And she was talking about how, you know, self tape auditions will be the way to go. I mean, it was pretty much the thing before quarantine, but now even more so where actors are putting themselves on tape and possibly, you know, callbacks with producers will be zoom meetings as well. Um, as far as practicing, as far as like shooting on set, uh, I, I don't know if they're going to be taking our temperatures every day, if there's, they're going to lot for an extra hour and a half on set so we can take a test on the daily to make sure that we're okay. Um, divvying up crews. So not everyone's not bulked together. It's just, it's really interesting. I'm just, you know, taking online acting classes with, teachers with master teachers I normally don't have time to study with so in that way I'm definitely taking advantage of the time doing a lot of lives I feel like everyone is doing like an Instagram live right now it's a little overwhelming um yeah so So, keeping busy professionally um personally um I've lost two friends in the last two weeks 
um, oh. they lost their battle to COVID-19. So just this week oh. alone, um, there's been, you know, two funerals uh, via this way through video, you know, yeah. and it's, it's, uh, you know, definitely done my share of crying, but I, I want to choose to celebrate life, their lives and, and mine and, and ours that are still here. Uh, but it's, you know, I mean, I share that because it, it really does not matter how old you are or where you live, or if you had a pre um, existing condition, because neither of them were sick before they got the virus. Um, they lived on opposite sides of the coast, one in LA, one in New York, um, and, and different ages, you know? Uh, so yeah, cause I hear people, oh, that's not going to happen to me. Cause it's like, you know, for seniors and I'm like, but, but no. no, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, when this, when this all first started happening, you know, it was all, you know, the, the, it's going to hit the elderly and, you know, and if you're out of shape, it's going to, you know, it's going to hit you the worst, you know, or 45 and over or whatever that is. Um, but I mean, there's like Olympic swimmers out there that are, that are getting it and, and suffering badly with it. And, you know, my wife's, um, my wife's, uh, swim coach, um, her son is a college lacrosse player. And I mean, he's like in the fittest he'll ever be in his life. And he got it and, and they, they had to put him into a, 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 a medically induced coma and all that kind of stuff. And he made it. He, he, he got wow. through it and everything. But I mean, it was really, really rough for a while. Um, personally, my, um, my great aunt uh, passed away from it. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it's rough because you have a, a family member pass away and then you can't, you know, you can't go to a funeral. You can't be there. You can't grieve with the rest of your family and, and hug and, and, you know, um, so they, like, like you had said, they, we did a zoom memorial and, um, my, one of my cousins, uh, had made a video like, um, uh, video memorial to her so you're you know you could watch that on one screen and then you can like you know talk to other people that were there mm -hmm. but after that after all of this settles down they're going to have some sort of a you know gathering where everybody can get together but yeah that's, that's, that's it's rough yeah it's it's rough i'm i'm sorry for your loss and the same thing um with my friends, it was that video we're just watching. One was closed casket, the other one was open casket. Um, it's it, it it is very strange, um, but this is you know what we have to do to protect ourselves. You know whether we're sick or not, because who knows who's carrying it and and all of that. So, so I was listening to uh, Ten Ten Wins today, and uh, it's a news station in the uh, New York area. And, I miss uh, ten ten wins. I know. I love it. I listen to it every every time I'm in the <laughs> car. I turn it on. Right. I had to throw that in there because I knew you're from New York. Um, um, oh, and a Mets fan, by it. the way. Oh, right. yes. the Queens girl. Uh -huh. What can I tell nice. you? Nice, nice. But they were saying that people are getting people are getting sick that were in quarantine or not, like like were staying home, didn't go anywhere. And, and they're turning up sick now. So that now it's getting a little scary where it's like the people that are doing the right thing are still getting affected by it. So, you know, it, it, yeah. it, it, it seems to be, you know, expanding and, you know, 
I, I don't I don't know where where well, the future holds with this, but my, yeah, my, I don't know what the new normal is going to be. Yeah, my wife was be different. My wife was just talking to uh, Flu Shot Patrick, and he <laughs> he is he's all up on the you know how he is, and he's all he's all up on the the latest information, and you know he he reads like journals and he like listens to podcasts all about this kind of stuff. That's his nickname. <laughs> That's hilarious. Flu Shot Patrick. Yeah, we he did a whole on, episode on, on the show. We did a whole episode on flu shots. He came on the show last year and did a whole episode about how you should go and get a flu shot and, and what the flu is about. And it was just, it was hysterical in, in a non-hysterical way. <laughs> Can I just tell you about the flu shot? Okay. So the first time I had the flu shot, um, Oh, it was amazing. I, I, it was, it was amazing. I was like, Oh, I'm fine. I didn't get sick. The second time I had a flu shot, I got really sick. I mean, it wiped me out. Uh, so I'm just, I'm scared. I'm like, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I got I, it. I agree. I agree. Cause the one time I got a flu shot, like, like you, I got very sick. And the second time I got a flu shot, I was at the gym and in the arm and in the shoulder where I got the flu shot, I like popped the muscle like, like <laughs> within the next day. And I'm like, you know what? I, I'm never getting this thing again. Cause it's, I don't get sick often. You know, I'm, I hope I'm knocking on wood right now, but yeah. you know, I, 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 Traditionally, I don't get sick, and I, I don't know. Well, keep it that way. Good. I know. I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying. Trust me. Yeah. So, flu, flu shot Patrick said that um, that it, they're finding that um, people there are people that will get it from like kind of contact, like like gradual um, um, casual contact with somebody. Hmm. And you'll get it and you'll, and maybe you'll get like a slight case or whatever, but the people that are really suffering are people who are with people who have had it. So if it's somebody in your family and you're constantly in contact with them, mm -hmm. then you, then you're going to, number one, you're going to have a higher, obviously a higher percentage chance of getting it. And it's going to be worse if you if you spend more time uh time with that person rather than a casual contact so he was talking about if when they start to you know kind of let go of social distancing and stuff like that you know there are going to be certain things that will open up where you can still keep that six foot distance but it'll be casual contact with somebody and um and that, that, that's if that's if the people that are, you know, in charge of everything are are listening to these statistics. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, that's interesting. The first three weeks of quarantine, I actually had my mom um, stay with me, and uh, I was really freaked out. I was really freaked because you know she's older and um, she's disabled. She uses a walker, um, and you know, and she she deals with her health and all of that. And I I would not be able to forgive myself if I gave something to her. So my time outside my home was very limited. I literally really only went out for, for necessary things like groceries. Um, but even with groceries, I've got, I've got it down packed where I come home and I unpack everything and I spray everything down with alcohol because I know that virus <laughs> lives on plastic, on paper bags, on cardboard. And, you know, I'm taking the cereal outside of the cereal box. I'm throwing away the box. I mean, there's definitely <laughs> ways to protect yourself. Well, you know, I, you know, you guys know I'm an actress, but I also host and I've been hosting um, safety training videos 
uh, for big companies, you know, like Princess Cruises or Omni, you know, hotels and resorts and et cetera, et cetera. And during this time, I've actually hosted, uh, I think like four safety training videos covering COVID-19. So I'm learning as I'm reading the teleprompter, um, you know, so I sound crazy, like, oh, you know, I do this, I do that, but I actually, you know, I'm doing it right, you guys. <laughs> yeah, you so, got I mean, I'm hoping not to get sick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a little bit of like a ritual too when I, I go food shopping. I, I go, I have my mask, I have my gloves, I go and I, I quickly get as you know everything that i'm supposed to be getting i i don't interact with with anybody um i go to the self-checkout um and i make sure that i'm not even in contact with you know somebody who's bagging my stuff i go i go to self-checkout and i do it all myself um i come home i bring all the groceries in i go upstairs i take everything off take a shower and then come back downstairs before i hug my kids or kiss my wife or anything like that now we don't go as far as to wipe everything down, which maybe we probably should, but, um, I, now you just gave him a good idea now. Now, now, now he's going to be doing that. <laughs> hey, no, but that's actually good. It's good. I do the same thing. You know, it's like when I come home, I, I also like change out of my clothes and that wash, I wash that separately. I take a shower. Um, especially when my mom was here cause I was really freaked out. Um, but you know, I also have a, a special needs dog and for a while they were saying, you know, you know, dogs and cats, they can't get it. And, but you know, lately I've been hearing news that they can get it. And so when I take Coco out who can't walk, I have to place her on the grass. So whatever's on that surface, I have to make sure I wipe her down mm. and, you know, in the beginning of quarantine, people would walk walk by and they they would want to stop to, you know, touch her and say hello. And I felt horrible, but I would be like, please don't touch my dog. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> don't, don't touch her. And then, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm like, seriously, dude, like we have masks and gloves on and um yeah. Like, so I mean it's it's that's okay. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, no, but now everyone in the neighborhood, because most people in my neighborhood have dogs and everyone's just a little kind of going stir crazy being at home. So they're outside, they're walking with their kids or they're walking with their dogs. But it's, it's sad because we, we see each other and we have to just say hello from afar. Everybody's crossing the street. Yeah. You know, and I'm, you know, and I'm Latin. We're, we're, you know, I'm Colombian Puerto Rican. We are <laughs> all about <laughs> hugging and kissing and uh -huh. how are you? And, you know, dancing and just, you know, get togethers and to be stripped of that is so not normal. It just feels, it feels odd. Yeah. I, I also feel too that now, now that it's been around, you know, it's been around a while, it's, you know, people have been social distancing. So now the numbers are kind of slowly but surely going down. So you have, you have numbers that are slowing down of, um, people dying. You have numbers that are slowing down of people, um, people getting it. All right. But that's only because we've been doing what you're supposed to be doing, but people are getting kind of like comfortable, like, Oh, well, yeah. everything's, we're, every, everything's getting better. Well, no, it's not. It's because we're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. So people are like not following. I, I mean, I see it in my town and my town's very small and I see like, the other day I was, I was driving in my car, stopped at a red light, and in front of us were two women bikers. 
next to each other, definitely not sisters, definitely not living together, no masks, and they're like right next to each other, definitely not six feet apart, right next to each other. And I'm like, you're sweating, you're huffing and puffing, out of breath, like breathing in each other's air. Like, how? How is this? How do you think that's? That is so not. That's so not cool. It's not. It's not cool at all. I mean, I've, I've, you know, I, I, I've heard how it is like um, in New York because my family's back there. Um, you know, I'm from Queens, and my hospital growing up was Elmhurst Hospital. Elmhurst Hospital is considered the epicenter of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it was my family's hospital. My brother was born there. It still continues to be my family's hospital. My you know, I have family that live just in walking distance from the hospital. Whenever I talk to my dad, it's it's pretty unnerving to to hear a worry in his voice. Because to me, growing up, my dad was always like Superman. He never got sick and he was so <laughs> strong. So to hear him be uh, nervous, you know, he's told me, he said, you know, they're makeshift morgues. You know, these bodies, they're coming out and it is in front of, you know, the public as much as they try to, you know, hide it and all that. Um, I'm not sure exactly how it is right now, but at least in the beginning, um, it was, it was really bad. It's scary to be so far away too. You know, it's like, I really want to go see my family, but, uh, not now. And, you know, I hear that the airlines are like dirt cheap because obviously they want people to fly. I could probably go to New York for like 25 bucks. Yeah. Like for real. Yeah, that's true. No, it's, it's, uh, it, it's definitely, it, it's, it, it's funny going back to what Kevin was saying. I, I, I see people out working out jogging more than I've ever seen before. People walking, you know, strollers and, and it's just like, you didn't, like, you didn't see that before. Now all of a sudden people are like, Oh, I got to exercise. You well, know, yeah, oh yeah. Bored. Well now you the, know, the, and the worst like, part too is now that it's now that the weather is getting nice you know, it, it's been like close to seventies, eighties, and now all of a sudden everybody's out. Everybody's out walking. You know, my neighbor, my neighbor, the other day they were having like a barbecue in their backyard, and my next door neighbor went to across the street to their barbecue. I'm like, what? What's <sighs> happening? Yeah. And, and like the, the kids on the block are playing with each other. I was, I'm like, I'm going out of my mind. And my kid, my kids, I'm like, they're like lepers. I'm like, come here. Get <laughs> I'm like, stay away from those kids. Well, they're like, oh, great. Thanks, thing. dad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, of course, kids don't understand, right? They just want to go and play and see their friends. And, you know, listen, we're, we're quarantined in Los Angeles until May 15th. Um, am I going to go to a house party on May 16th? No, you know, um, I did take a drive to the beach the other day just so I could sit in the car and look at the water. And a lot of people did that social distance wise. Um, but it was, it was actually kind of sad to see that, um, you know, whether, yeah, it's like suddenly I think like last week it became summer all of a sudden. So people are really itching to just get outside, go to the beach, go to the parks, but they are um, officially closed here in LA. So the parking lots are, you know, barricaded. So people can't actually go in. I think that first weekend when quarantine was announced in LA, there were officers on site to make sure that people respected that because they had not the weekend before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the authorities here were pretty uh, upset about that and put their foot down. 
Yeah, as they as they should as they have as they to. should. It's 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 the first step in stopping it. You yeah, know, that, that that's yeah. The, it's the first step. You have to stop it. He, here in they, Jersey, they put, go ahead. No, it, it, like over over by us, they put roped off all the uh, or uh, caution tape around all the swing sets. They locked off the entrances to the parks. They can't stop you from going in there, but they can at least stop the cars from driving there. You know, and, and it's it was just it's just weird to see. It was just like every time we drive by the one park, my kid was like, like something bad happened there. I'm like, no, nothing bad happened. You know, <laughs> because all the caution tape and everything. He was joking because he saw something on YouTube, probably. But like, you know, he uh, he uh, he kept saying, oh, something bad happened there. I'm like, nothing bad happened. But it it was just weird to see that you couldn't even go to the park. In in not. Jersey, they're starting to they're starting to open up parks, and I. I think it's like the bigger, bigger parks, like, like my, the park in my town is not going to be open, but like, like central park, I think they're, you know, is going to be one of the ones that's going to be opening soon, if not already. I mean, I thought from last weekend, I, I saw uh, pictures from, you know, central park and people were out. It was a, it was a little nerve wracking. I was like, Oh, we shouldn't be doing that. They shouldn't be doing that. But I don't know. You, you can't really, um, control people. You can just, oh. you know, warn them and, and hope that they'll take it serious for themselves or for not for themselves, at least for the people that live in their house with them. I mean, there, there's no vaccine yet. There's no cure yet. We barely understand it as it is mm -hmm. uh, on, on how it, how it works and, and who it's going to affect and things like that. It's just like, it's just, it baffles my mind that, that people are, are this willing to take that risk. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. I mean, I hope. Uh, I, I I really want to go to the East Coast to see my family, <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna have to hold off on that. You know, my family was supposed to come to Los Angeles in June to visit, and they had to um, change plans. Yeah. So they're hoping. You know, they said next year. I did speak to them yesterday. They said, well, maybe we can do that in the winter. And I said, you know, no rush. Like if, you know, safety first. You know, I mean, yeah. Safety first for everyone. We'll see. Yeah, um, you definitely, you definitely got to be careful. You know, I mean, without mm -hmm. a doubt. Mm -hmm. now, what John, about you? What are you guys doing during quarantine? Us? Well, um, we have we have our kids, <laughs> and they have they have school, <laughs> so we have to help them. We have to help them with their schoolwork. Um, we have our own jobs that we have to, you know, we have to do work from home. So, um, you know, we have, we have to check in at certain times and send in, you know, send in our paperwork for our giant companies that we work for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then you're busy. Oh yeah. I, and I, I, I'm in the I middle of a move. Oh, I'm please. in the middle of a move. I'm moving to a different house in my same town. Um, oh my so, gosh! Now? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it. We had started the. We had started the process before all of this. Um. So, uh, while while this was happening, we had we had moved. We started to move everything over, and it's funny because I, I I talked about this a few times that I am in the middle of this move. So a lot of times I don't even feel the effects of quarantine because I'm so busy. That I wouldn't be talking to people <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm moving furniture back and forth. We didn't even like hire a moving company. I moved all the furniture from one place to to the other. 
So we're just going back. And Lucky forth. you. <laughs> You're getting yeah. your workout. Jeez. So, John, what about I you? Mean, I'm, I'm personally trying to le- relearn fifth grade math because, <laughs> like, I can't, I can't figure it out. And then in sixth grade math, like, there's this thing called an escape room, kind of like the, the actual ones, but it's a math one. Uh-huh. And the question, really? I, I was like, I was like, I can't help you. I don't know. You know, so, so you're like, you're stuck you know, in this room forever. <laughs> that's what it feels like. I think he's got it. So then I start like, there's five questions and you have to plug in the answers at the bottom. I could get like three or four sometimes. So then I start like playing with the code where it's like, I changed the, the, the numbers of the code where it's always like, you know, all right, so we're just going to change this number this time. And then that number next time. And then maybe we'll get it. And so when you hit it, and, and you finally guess right. Like, we're like, oh, we got it, we got it. You know, we start freaking out, you know. We start freaking out about that. But, you know, like, same thing like Kevin. You know, the uh, gigantic companies that we work for, you know, paperwork and everything like that. And, uh, you know, just trying to manage your home, trying to manage um, your kids. You know, my kids are kind of introverts anyway, so they don't even mind this. They hate when we go places. I'm like, hey, let's go here. They're like, oh. You know, and – and you guys were talking about the grocery shopping before. I'm telling you, I drive 40 minutes away to go to like the BJ's or the Aldi's or something like that because mm-hmm. it, it's less. The, the line to go into BJ's in my town is so long, it wraps around the building still. So I drive 40 minutes away and it's like no line. It's great. I don't have to worry about it, you know? So it's like, that that's that's what I do. Plus, it gets me out of the house, where I get to like just drive for forty minutes, you know, yeah. and just see something different, yeah. you know. And exactly, I think that's like sort of the- sort of mix it up for you. You know, it's interesting because I I do like to go grocery shopping at Trader Joe's, and they've hooked it up. They've hooked it up. They've got the six feet social distancing, the marks on the floor. That's fine. Yeah. They've got right someone there. DJing out in the parking lot, so there's music, there's trivia questions. I mean, the works, they tell you what they have or what they don't have, but most of the time they have everything and they tell you, you know what, um, come in here, take, get as, uh, everything that you need. Uh, don't worry about it. We're stocked up. We don't want to see you for another week. So please don't make this your hangout. Don't come here every two to three days because they said there were people that were doing that, especially like the elderly. They were sort of acting like it was just another day and coming in and out. So they're like, no, just, we'll see you in a week. Yeah, when I when I go to when I go to Shoprite, I do I do like a like almost almost like a month's worth of of shopping, and I get I get everything you know all all the meat that I'm gonna need every all the paper products I'm gonna need everything. The only thing that I run out of is like milk, because you know you can't you can't keep that around. So like I get I get enough to get me through like two weeks. And then, and then I, and then I go again. So, cause I don't, like you said, I don't want to be going every day. And when, right, this, it's not your when this first happened, and it's funny, you said about, about uh, like getting out of the house when this first happened, you know, I, I told my wife, I was like, I don't want to be going there every day. Like I'm having a heart attack, you know? And this was before I had gloves and, and a mask and everything. And I slowly but surely started seeing everybody coming in with that, with that stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm here with nothing and I'm breathing these people in. I'm like, I don't want to be doing this. So, um, so she's like, Oh, but you got to get this. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, all right. You know? And then she's like, well, I'll go. And I was like, no, I play the hero. I'm like, no, I will not. Let you go. 
Because then you have to step up. You can't let your wife go. I'm like, you, I'm like, I have to go. If anybody's going to sacrifice, it's going to be me. Oh, wow. Look at you. <laughs> you know what's oh, interesting? I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you this. So um, our handyman last year during the summer left a couple of things in our garage. And one of the things that he left was three N95 masks, spanking oh, wow. new. And oh. which was like, I mean, it was, it was, it was odd. But it was like perfect timing because it was one for my boyfriend, one for myself, and one for my mom that was staying with perfect. us. Um, wow, yeah. That's, that's people amazing. people often ask me like when I'm out, they're like, How'd you get that mask? And I'm like, <laughs> Lucky? I don't know. <laughs> it's the only one I have. So I'm like, I'm not giving it up. I wash it. You know, because you're supposed to wash these things. You can't just wear it all the time and yeah. and not wash it. I heard if you leave it in the sun or in under um uv or uh like ultraviolet light it kind of like kills everything because now where are you gonna get ultraviolet stuff. light though <laughs> well they're selling stuff on amazon now where it's like a thing where you could like buy the stuff and it's supposed to like you put your phone in it and all these other what? things in it yeah it's idea. like this new thing it's like uh it's it, after like five minutes it totally sanitizes everything yeah i'm not taking okay. that chance <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's they're they're selling it. It's so out there. My my wife my wife buys my wife Jen. Your your wife Jen? My wife Jen. So <laughs> she she buys um these uh handmade uh masks for the entire family. And I'm like, cool. So we go and it's like it's like forty minutes away, go pick them up, come back, paid a good penny for them. I put it on, doesn't fit me. <laughs> It's it's only no. this. It's bringing my ears like this, bringing them forward, like squeeze, and it and it's like flopping, like it's like um snapping off my ears. I'm like, it's too small, it doesn't fit. So I got to bring it back. But we sent uh we sent a pair to my parents in Florida. So now That's they good. have them. That's good. So now, John, you wanted to talk about uh what was going on Whoopa. with Whoopa, right? Yeah, how, how's Wolfa doing uh, with the uh, 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 coronavirus uh, pandemic? You know, we're, 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 we're good. We, unfortunately, we can't bring dogs over from, you know, China and Korea and Cambodia where we have dogs. Um, so just because of the flights and all of that, obviously. But we were able to raise money for Paws for Compassion. They are our partners in Vietnam. Um, and uh did i say vietnam or cambodia i don't know sometimes i can't keep it straight but anyway <laughs> um so this uh tuesday was giving tuesday and um it was wonderful we got some donations and basically what that is going towards is opening up the first international vet clinic um and also um purchasing the equipment that they that they need to um to treat all these animals in need. So we're very, very excited about that. We, they still have a little bit of money to go, but at least we've gotten them started. And so we're, um, that's really what we've been focusing right now is that clinic. Um, so, so I saw on the uh, Wolf uh, Instagram that the Chinese uh, city bans eating dogs and cats. Is that true? So is that because of the uh, coronavirus uh, thing or is that just something that was in the works? I, you know, I don't know legally. I, I, I want to say that I doubt that it was in the works. You know, I think that it comes from 
the the whole thing with the coronavirus. Exactly. China is very big. That is one city, and it's it's a start. I mean, I would love to see that, you know, have a ripple effect in other areas. Do the same thing, or at least the, the entire country. You know, with June coming up so soon, and that means the Yulin Festival, which is that that cat and dog eating festival that goes on for 10 days where 10,000 animals are sacrificed for human consumption. It starts um, on summer solstice, which is considered the hottest day of the year. And government has told the people that the more, you know, uh, dog meat you eat, it'll, you know, the cooler the body will become, which is absolutely false. Um, so the chances of that not happening this year, I don't know, you know, I would love for it not to happen. Um, but yes, it's wonderful that that one city, you know, banned it. Now, is there a scare of a black market with, uh, bringing stuff in or is that like, uh, I mean, of, of course it's possible. There's all sorts of, you know, criminal activity that happens in that. You know, I mean, if they're stealing people's dogs out of their backyards, you know, uh, sort of anything goes. It's the cheapest way to sort of make a living, right? They don't have to buy anything. They can just, you know, grab it and then just put it in the trade. So oh. it, it's awful. I don't, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I look at Coco, my dog, and I think, gosh, she really, um, we both hit the lotto, you know? I mean, I love her so much. She teaches me you know, every day. Uh, she's so resilient. Um, she's, you know, she can't walk. And like I told you guys last time, she, she was astray in China. And because she wasn't walking, we weren't sure if she was, you know, hit by a car, if she had a broken bone or a fracture. And then, you know, bring her, I brought her here to America. It's coming up on three years, actually, in, in a few days. It'll be three years that she's been here in LA. Um, and then I, you know, she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, which is a autoimmune disease that has no cure and basically the body attacks the joints. Um, so, you know, she's, we, we take it a day at a time, but she's, 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 she's great. <laughs> I love great. to see her smile. That, that is great. That, that is great. You know, I, I still love that. The fact that you brought the dog with you too. You know, it's, it's just like, it just shows your compassion for the animals and everything. So, well, I thank you. I appreciate that. It's funny because I, you know, I had two dogs when I was really, really little, but because I'm allergic, <laughs> you know, my, uh -huh. my, my parents had to, you know, uh, rehome them. And uh, so I didn't grow up with dogs and I was just sort of, you know, I, I would see a dog and I'd be like, Oh, it's so cute. But I, in my head, I was like, okay, I I'm allergic. So I'm not going to get close. Then one day I just thought, you know, I was working pretty consistently and I just wanted the attention off of me. I wanted to give back. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go volunteer at a local shelter. And I fell in love with it. It was really tough because I was there for several hours and I broke out into like hives and a rash. And I had to think, okay, so if I'm going to do this, I can't do it in, in an enclosed area. It has to be outside. I do, I have to take allergy medicine. Um, and you know, that was years ago, you know, it's so, you know, I, like I said to you guys, I volunteered at, um, an animal shelter here in LA for two years, which led me to go to China and then volunteer and help out out there. And so when I came back, yeah, I brought back four dogs, three from a slaughterhouse, slaughterhouse survivors and, and Coco who was a stray. And so I've never looked back. I, it just, it makes me feel good to be able to help those who don't have a voice. You know, these animals are basically treated like property because there are no laws in place to protect them. Um, so whatever 
I can do or anyone else can do is a lot more than not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, isn't this how, how it all started? This, this COVID-19 started with uh, like a, it was like a bat that was infected (laughs) and then it like, and then it like, I don't know. It was like it was being contained, like over those. The, was what is it, those animals? They're called like penguins. No, they, they they were saying that in these meat trades that there was, um, like it, it's very you just like it's called a wet market. Stack, right? They they stack animals on top of animals. Yeah. So yeah. you would have like a you would have a ferret underneath a pigeon, and the pigeons you know basically you know has its droppings and the ferrets eating it, and then someone eats the ferret. And it was always like something like, you know, so it was something in that chain of that, that's, that was the original theory, you know, uh, of the, you know, the, the, the meat trades and the meat markets and, you know, um, you know, you know, I'm not, unsanitary I'm not conditions. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'd have to read up on it. I'm, I, I don't know the specific details, but yes, I did hear that it, that it started at a, at a wet market and there are many. And yeah, I mean, when it comes to animals, it's, it's strange because you would think that if you eat that, that you would, you know, have it live in a sanitary way, in a humane way or whatever that means. Um, but no, they're pretty much just shoved together. Um, and so when, when they're slaughtered for human consumption, I mean, you're, you're basically consuming all of that. And, uh, and you get sick. I don't know. I just, I can't take this vision of some woman. It was a video that went viral. Maybe you guys saw it of a woman that was, that sat down to have bat meat. She like grabbed the bat and she put it in her, it was just so nasty. Yeah. I didn't and this was it. after the coronavirus hit. Yeah. Oh, oh, after? And she after. I think she was just trying to prove oh, like, no. oh, it's not a big yeah. deal. And I was like, <laughs> girl, I don't know oh, what you're doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you're lucky you picked the right bat. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah people are Horrible. just morons it's nasty um all right so so what's ne- what's next what's next for you now now that you're you know again now that we're in quarantine you know how how are you how are you moving on what's what's on your horizon you know i mean that's that's an interesting question because i think we're sort of like learning new things every day like i said i had um you know, a, a Zoom call with my with my reps and also a casting director. And at the moment, you know, they're saying that when the floodgates open, it's going to be really busy. There's going to be a lot going on. Um, but right now, it's just I I I I don't know. You know, right now I'm keeping busy by taking my online classes, by doing my IG lives with you know casting uh, directors. Um, and then I'm probably going to just start creating some, you know, my own content, uh, Mm -hmm. just to keep busy. There's all these quote unquote monologue contests and I've never written a monologue before, but it'd be fun to, you know, give it, give it a go. Um, you know, writing wise, I I I was just going to ask you, have you ever, have you ever tried your hand at, at writing? No, you know, I haven't, you know, English composition and all that was one of my favorite subjects in school. So I think this is a really good time to start writing, even if it's just kind of journaling, just getting it out there. Because, you know, if you sit down with the idea of trying to create a series or a script, 
for me, I would get a mental block because I would choke up. I would try to do it perfect. You know, there's that saying, don't get it perfect, just get it going. So I feel like if I just did some free handwriting um, and just whatever comes to mind, maybe I can develop something out of that. I understand that, um, you know, Sundance is that annual film festival that happens uh, in Utah, right? At the beginning of every year. Uh, I believe, I think that they're offering all their classes right now for free online during quarantine, which is a great way to take advantage of, uh, you know, what the pros have to offer. And that's everything that's That's creating your own content, whether that means, um, you know, screenwriting or if, you know, shooting something. So we'll see. I don't know. We, uh, my boyfriend actually just got a really awesome camera yesterday, which I can't wait to get my hands on. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. All right. Um, John, anything else you want to, uh, talk about, discuss? Is there anything else you want to discuss? Oh, I don't know. I'm just happy to talk to you guys. <laughs> we're so, we're so happy that that you um that you came on again. Um you know, we were thrilled that you were here the first time and and to have you come back, we were we were just we were really really happy about that. We appreciate uh, it. Oh, well, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Kevin goes yeah. you want to come back on. I'm like, she does. <laughs> I was like, all right. He's like, oh. <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> that was awesome. No, I was like, this is great. <laughs> No, you know, no, one really... of those you guys make me miss home. You know, I hear, I hear the East Coast flavor. I hear the accent. You know how casual, <laughs> like relaxed you guys are. I'm like, I gotta talk to these guys again. <laughs> well, anytime awesome. you want to come on, you're you're very welcome. Welcome here. Well, t- thank <laughs> we'll you. Have you on, like, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. I mean, I'm hoping that the industry opens up, and you know, I will have something else to talk about as far as industry. You know, I did have um, a producer reached out recently about a film, so I'll be self-taping for that very soon. And you know, is and it, I asked myself, why are you doing this on our show? And and said he had to have you in the movie. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> no, actually, he he found out about me through uh, another creative who follows me on Instagram. So for those, if there are actors that are listening, yes, you can actually uh, make connections on there in the industry and even book work. And so I asked him, I said, why, you know, how are you doing this? Are you shooting now? And he said, no, I sort of want to take advantage of this downtime and get all my ducks in a row. So when, you know, quarantine is lifted, you know, we'll figure out when we can shoot this. And so, you know, he had seen my, my work and all that. So I was like, oh, that's so great. I'm like, yes, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. You never know with these things. Great. All right. So, John, you got anything else? No, man, I think we covered everything we wanted to cover. All right. Well, once again, Iris Almario, thank you for coming back on. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. You're a fantastic guest. We love having you on. Like I said, anytime you want to come on. You know, you're 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 welcome to come back. And we're I appreciate that. Thanks so much, guys. Always fun. And best of luck to you in everything you do. Thank you. Yeah, you guys stay safe. We're trying. (laughs) We'll try. (laughs) All right, John, you got anything else you want to say? Hey, have fun, everybody. Have fun.